Hello, my podcast friends, and welcome to Real Life with Crystal, where we talk personal growth and leadership. I'm your host, Crystal Gove, a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I want to welcome you, and I want to thank you for tuning in. My goal is to add value to each and every one of my listeners, so make sure that you subscribe or follow on whatever platform um, that you're listening to this so that you don't miss an episode. And please feel free to share in case you have friends or fellow colleagues looking for this type of content. So as of last week, I started a three-part series on six characteristics of winning teams. And last week, I only talked about one because it was a little bit lengthy. And even then, I feel like we only scratched the surface with it. But that one was about communication. So if you've missed that one, um, please go back and listen to it. Today, I want to talk about two more. And then next episode, I will cover the other three. But today, I want to talk about create and collaborate and how those are characteristics of winning teams. So the first one, create. Uh, Winning teams, they create and have a winning environment. Um, They create a growing environment where people can flourish and um, become what they were created to be um, in their personal business, whatever area. Um, And on the flip side of that, losing teams have toxic environments. So losing teams are, of course, the opposite. Um, They have toxic environments that are not conducive to teamwork and sacrifice and commitment and winning. So winning teams create a winning environment. And so what is a winning environment? Well, a winning environment is, as I mentioned, that environment that, um, that grows people, that makes them want to grow, that um, wants them, makes them want to put their all into their team. And, you know, as, as leaders and, um, you know, this actually could apply to anybody, but as, as leaders, our responsibility and my responsibility with the people that I lead and the teams that I lead is to create that winning, growing environment. I mean, how can I expect my people, um, that have been entrusted to me to do um, what I am not doing. And that's, you know, that puts a huge responsibility on, um, on you because again, you can't, you can't expect what you don't put out and expect your team to be what you are not. You can't expect them to grow if you're not creating that environment for them. Um, it is, you know, it's impossible to have a dynamic growing organization when you have stale, non-growing people. And I'm sure we've all seen um, examples of that. People that, or organizations, you know, that are just not going anywhere. And and if you look at why, I mean, there's many number of reasons, but one of them that I'm sure you're going to find is that the people are not growing. The people are stale, so to speak, because they're not in a environment that's conducive to them growing. And, um, so when you have that, if you have that environment of stale, non-growing people, you know, that's a gap that you can't jump. You cannot span that gap. You have to develop the kind of environment where people want to grow. Um, and, 
you know, an environment where people are encouraged and constantly lifted up. Um, you want to an environment where they are believed in and they are cared for, but continuously challenged and being, you know, stretching outside of their comfort zone. And, you know, that that's where you're going to get that growth. Um, and you've got to create that environment. It doesn't just happen. And, you know, as a leader, as leaders, we have to set that example. We have to create that. But then along with creating that, we're going to pass that on to our people. And again, you create um, that culture, that environment of growth and encouraging each other and believing in each other and just, you know, challenging each other to to grow. And, you know, you want you want them to be getting up in the morning. People that are in a growth zone, um, whatever they're doing, you know, their environment, if they're having all of these other elements being believed in and cared for, and but yet challenged and they realize they are being grown, but it's in a good way, they will get up in the morning, so to speak, not yawning, but they will be gulping because they know that they are going to have to attack something bigger than them. And while that may, you know, scare them, so to speak, or freak them out or whatever, people like that. They're going to like that. And when they realize that even though they're going up against something that is bigger than them, um, they're going to be ready to do it when they know they have that network and those leaders and that support group that is going to encourage them and help them and, and do it with them. And that, that's the difference versus, you know, somebody that is, they're, they're not wanting to do this. They are getting up and they're dreading going to work. They're dreading doing whatever they're called to do. And they feel stifled. They feel like they're not going anywhere. So that's the difference in, you know, creating. They create, creating that winning environment versus having the toxic environment. So characteristic of a winning team is that they create. And one of the things they create is that winning environment. So the next one is collaborate. Winning teams collaborate to add value to one another. And again, you'll find that all of these, ultimately they all tie in and come to the same element. And that is caring for people, um, you know, your teammates, seeing how you can add value to them. So, you know, you've heard of the word cooperation. And so think of what's the difference in cooperation versus collaboration. Because um, cooperation, well, what is cooperation? When you think of that, you're like, okay, well, th- people are doing things, they're doing it agreeably, and and they're cooperating, you know, is that not a good thing? That is a good thing, but you want more than that. Because cooperation is where we work together agreeably. Your team is working together agreeably. They're doing what they're told to do. That's great. But you want to go to that next step above, which is collaboration. Collaboration is where you work together your team works together aggressively. We are doing this aggressively. You know, collaboration says, I'm going to do everything within my power to be a good teammate to you. And that is so, so powerful. Um, you know, you want to have that mindset of, 
exceeding excellence, um, going above and beyond. And I'm not talking about above and beyond to where you're putting yourself in a toxic environment and you're being taken advantage of. That's a whole nother story. What I'm talking about above and beyond is um, being that, that person that, as we've talked about before, helping create that winning environment and, you know, collaborating, working with your team members to, um, to be all that you can be and to do all that you can do and bring out the best in every person. Um, you know, collaboration also says, I'll do everything in my power to make you better. Again, you've got cooperation. We're just doing that and that's good. But the next level is collaboration. And, you know, collaboration is a result of selflessness. Team players giving it up for their team. And that is one of the most amazing things to see when you see team members and people working together, collaborating, um, seeing how they can bring out the best each, best in each other. And, you know, all for that one purpose, that one goal they're working for. It's not about me, myself, and I. It's about, you know, what are we doing? What are we working towards? And... Um, you know, bringing out the best and being the best that you can be to your ability. So three characteristics, and I know there's more, but three main ones of a team that is collaborating um, is, number one, they like each other. Now, that's kind of a funny one. You think, really? They like each other? I mean, if you don't like someone, you're not going to be collaborating. You're going to be building fences and claiming turf. And and I've seen that. I've I've seen people, I've been on teams with people like that. They're only, you know, they, they weren't worried about, they were just worried about um, a position and a name and, and having this position on them and, and me, myself, and I. Um, that is not going to be conducive on a, on a team that's moving forward. Um, you want, you know, so they like one another. Now you may say, well, what if you don't like somebody on your team? Because I mean, we all got those people we butt heads with. <laughs> That's another subject for another day. However, I think that still, um, you know, maybe we should word it different, but I think that you can still, um, maybe think you don't like somebody, so to speak, but what is your heart? What are you there for the team? And I think if you're there for the goodness of, of the team and what you've been, you know, called to do, You'll fast put that aside and be willing to work beyond that. So how about we say, you know, you may not like each other, but you become to where, um, get yourself to where you do, where you're working for the best interest of the team. Um, the second one, they work hard to help one another. Again, um, that thing of collaborating um, versus cooperation. You know, they're working together aggressively. They're coming to you and saying, what can I do for you? How can I help? You know, the... Um, the, the star sets the example of collaboration. And that could be maybe somebody on the team, maybe the leader. I'd like to think that that's possibly the leader. Now, as a leader, I don't call myself the star of any team. Um, we'll, we'll call some, I've got some people on my team that I would gladly call them the star of the team because they deserve it. They are amazing. They are, they exemplify all these characteristics. And it is so much fun and rewarding to work with people like that and grow with people like that. But, um, you know, you got to set that. I, I would like to say as leaders, we need to set that example 
um, of collaboration to help the team see that it's not about me. It's about you. You know, um, as I said, collaboration is a result of selflessness because it's team players giving it up for their team. It's seeing the best in someone else and really honing in on that with them and focusing on that, placing people in their strength zones. And um, instead of, you know, claiming turf and, and building up the fences, as we talked about, they're more like seeing, oh, wow, this person is really amazing in, in this place. I think this is where we need to put him or her. Or, you know, over here. Um, I, you know, there's different things that I'm good at. We're all good at things, but there's some things that I am not good at. And, and I will very quick to say, you know what? That is not my niche. That is, um, so-and-so is amazing at that. I'm going to let, I'm going to have them do that because they are gifted with that. That is not me. I'll be over here doing so-and-so and I'm going to leave that to them because that is their strength zone. And that is where they flourish and they will do a much better job of it than me. And um, so that's where you want to, you know, that's the other thing you're going to do with your teammates. You're just going to see the best in them. You're going to see their strength zones. You're going to um, encourage them to work from their strength zones. You're going to build them up and there's not going to be no competition and, and anything of that. It's each person working together for the better of the team and and helping them work from their strength zones. So um, think about how think about the teams that you're serving on or that you're maybe leading and what is your where are you at with that? And um, you know, what are there some areas to improve or you know change and really really think into that um, and challenge yourself to what do I need to do different? Or, um, you know, what do we need to change? What environment, what needs to be tweaked so that we can have those characteristics of a winning team? Because I'm telling you, when you've got that, those characteristics, that's where your team's going to flourish and grow. And you're going to see each person blossom out to their own person, but all for um, for creating that um, winning team, you know, you're creating an environment of when you, you know, it's, it's we, not me. And what can I do for you? And how can I help you? And how can I serve you? Um, so I hope this has been of value to you. Um, I feel like we really only scratched the surface on these, but you know, I'll dig deeper into them down the road. But, um, Stay tuned, catch the next one, because the next one we will talk about the other three characteristics of a winning team. And um, if you didn't catch the one on communication, go back and catch it. So um, I hope you have enjoyed this. Um, again, thank you for tuning in and be well, my friends, until we meet here again.